now beaming into Nerd FT Radio. Welcome to another episode of Nerd FT Radio. I'm your host, RSG, AK, the guy that sold Murray pre-reveal, and I'm here with a very special guest. We have the founder and CEO of Root Troop. We have here Stone with us in the building. How are you, man? I'm doing well, RSG. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. But this is a very special episode as well because my my co-host, Cryer, he has to attend to other stuff, so... This guy, this little cool cat over here is going to have to do it by himself. But again, I have a very awesome guest with me that's going to be talking with us. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into him as well as his project, let's go ahead and just talk a little bit about the VV side of things. Unfortunately, I can't give you guys the DeFi Kingdoms updates because... You guys know that Cryer is a, a wizard at those things. So we hopefully will have a tweet out with any updates on that side. But on the VV side, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, because we know this always happens over the weekend with their Disney drops. I didn't get anything because no one can get anything unless you're extremely lucky or you live outside the United States. Now, for the upcoming drops that they have this week, they do have one. It's going to be on Monday, which is when you guys are going to be listening to this. And it's going to be the 21st of March, and it's at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. It's going to be Marvel's What If number 105, which is going to be Spider-Girl. So for this drop, it's going to have an ex- a VV exclusive rare and ultra rare cover by Ron Lim. So it's going to be super cool to see how this goes again. Last time we had a uh, Spider-Woman and we know for a fact that Marvel's going or Sony is going in all the way in with the Spider-Verse. So these comics of the first appearance of any of the Spider-Men, Spider-Woman, Spider-Girls, I would look into just in case because if one of these pop off, you know that you're going to be you're going to have an awesome comic on your hands. But other than that, again, remember, every time you go on on Twitter and you see anything, Vivi, always ask him when the hell the queue is coming because we cannot get any drops whatsoever. But let's get to the main event and why we're here on this episode. Stone, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. Um, It's been a crazy last few days. We had our companion mint this last week. Um, So just been trying to keep that momentum going, announced a partnership yesterday and yeah, it's uh, great to be on the show with you. No, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, attending to this. I know that you're a very busy guy and from spaces to the meetings that you must have and all that. This this space we all know is just, it doesn't stop at all. And 24-7. Yeah, it's 24-7. It's, it's crazy. So it's, it, but it is a lot of fun at least. But um, let's get to it for the listeners that might not know your project, might not even know you. I would love to just know who you are. How how did you get into the space, the whole nine yard? You can start, again, once you got into crypto or how you got into NFTs, anything like that. I feel like we're a lot of these people listening as well as all of our other guests have that same similar background of how we got here. And that's exactly why we're in this space. For sure. Yeah. Um, well, I think my, my progression in the space is a little bit different by way of... Okay. You know, I'm NFT first. Like, I, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not very DeFi savvy. Um, I was never into crypto before getting into NFTs. Um, you know, I knew Bitcoin, okay. I knew Ethereum, never really was a trader, never watching charts. Um, but why I first entered was 
my background is a little bit extensive. So I grew up playing competitive tennis uh, for 16 years, played in college. Uh, halfway through, it was like I'm over it, want to start a career, make some money, you know, get on with my life. Um, started working in inside sales and biz dev for a couple ed tech firms uh, doing, you know, technology sales, uh, biz dev kind of first touch stuff. Um, and then at the same time, I was also producing and DJing house music. Um, so built up a brand under the name Stone. Um, and at a point, you know, I got pretty high up in the house music lane um, and started seeing peers around me uh, start moving into NFTs and making a killing oh, wow. off of their NFTs, oh, yeah. their audiovisual NFTs. And so, you know, companies like Space Yacht, people like Steve Aoki, uh, even some slightly lower tier, but still high caliber artists were coming into the space, basically just dropping their promo videos, which were audio visuals they were having made anyway, expanding on them and then, you know, making a lot of money. And so, yeah. you know, uh, I'll be very transparent with the fact that when I first got in, what caught my eye was, wow, I could actually monetize my passions because I'm making music. This is what I enjoy most, but it doesn't make any fucking money. Uh, you know, you get <laughs> pennies on the dollars for streams. Yep. Shows are, you know, a good show is maybe a thousand bucks. And you know, that includes travel and food and time. So it just really wasn't satiating me. Um, so initially I got into the space looking to make money off my music NFTs. Quickly found out uh, there was no market for someone like me to come in and do that. Um, you know, <laughs> spent two or three months really grinding up on the one-on-one side. Um, you know, searching for invites to foundation right, right when they came out, uh, applying to Nifty Gateway, Super Rare, like really finding my way in that side. And along the way, I got exposed to the PFP lane and all the DGENs, all the trading, all of these 10K, 5K collections. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. Um, and so I started researching for the next probably three or four months and, and really just said, okay, like the music stuff's not going to pop off. There's no reason for me to be wasting my time here right now when I have these goals for my life. Um, so started trading and started, you know, looking into projects, uh, buying into projects, just kind of diving in head first and realizing like, oh, this is a great project. This is a shit project. You know, these people are doing this well. These people are doing this. That makes me feel uneasy. You know, really just kind of gleaning experiences from every single project that I was a part of and adding value to them, um, taking on jobs where I was actually creating the audio for their promo assets or the audio for their companion like drop, things like that, and figured out a way that I could actually utilize my skills in the space how I initially wanted to, just in a kind of different way. Um, so along the way, really got exposed to all the big players, you know, started following people like Llama, like Function, like, you know, just could go on and on about those type of people. And I, I've been on Twitter for, you know, probably 11 years now. I think my Twitter was made, literally the one I used has been doxxed ever since 2011. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And so I, I say that to, to point out, like, kind of got the ability to navigate through Twitter and find different echo chambers, find out key players, see who they're following, follow them, you know, see where they're getting their information from first, their alpha, um, and started really finding a lot of alpha callers and, and getting into that trading lane. And so I was trading for probably about three or four months, um, really started out in the llama discord before it was ever, you know, llama pass, llama burst, any of that, just house people who wanted to trade and find yeah. stuff that they could flip. Um, and so that kind of progressed, uh, you know, I, I didn't have the idea of starting a project, uh, when, when it came about to start root troop. 
what happened was something pretty unique where we were in that llama discord one night uh just hunting for mints and we found a project that was minting for real cheap uh we ended up taking it out going full degen you know aping in fully um and you know start blowing up the sales and taking it to our twitters and at this point i had kind of established myself as like a, a lower tier alpha caller at that okay, time okay. probably had like five six thousand followers and so they were following my call uh we ended up selling this thing out and then realizing oh shit, you know they're not posting anything on their twitter they're not posting anything in their discord oh, they've no. got like 75 followers what have we done uh <laughs> so i reached out to the page and was like yo you know, this is what I'm good at. I'm a sales guy. I'm a marketing guy. Can I take over your communications for the night? And miraculously, after like two or three messages, they said, sure, here's the reins. We, we made you an no admin way. in the Discord. We <laughs> gave you the Twitter account. We're going to bed. You know, we're on the other side of the world. And so we ended up selling out the project like in full. Um, and then we did 220 ETH volume that night went completely viral in the space. It was a 0.01 mint, mind you. So it wasn't, okay, you know, okay. super hyped. It wasn't in the time of projects coming out and just blowing up. This was 100% organic. We went viral. All the influencers, DJs, celebs, you know, big NFT players were buying in. They were tweeting about it. And they were also coming into the Discord and chatting with us. So we just had this crazy loop of, you know, people buying, we'd repost, they'd come in the Discord, we'd take a screenshot, we'd post that on the Twitter, we'd make memes out of them and really just kind of in your face to everybody. So at that point, I wasn't on the team. Uh, you know, I was just a volunteer. And then the next morning, obviously, this artist wakes up, it's like, holy shit, what just happened? What, what the hell happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so, you know, I was like, hey, I, I want to be on the team. Like, can I just take on a community manager position? Like, here's what I would be looking for, something very reasonable. And they were basically like, well, here's an ETH. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you on board for like the next two weeks and just kind of test it because we're not trying to bring anybody onto the team. And I was like, okay, how about we call it two and I'll stay on for the next, you know, two weeks. Because <laughs> okay, like, okay. it's not really much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, 220 ETH over the last 24 hours. But um, so they, they gave me two ETH and I stayed on. I built out a whole team. We did 550 ETH volume over the course of the next week. Um, brought on a project manager, hired all these mods, you know, Discord bots, uh, got a sales bot set up, uh, had a guy create a website. Turns out project founders didn't want to invest any money into this shit, like not even into rarity tools. They were just trying to release an art project, had no intention of it becoming this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so it became clear that the money wasn't getting reinvested. Uh, so we, we parted ways uh, and just decided to start our own thing. Um, and that's where Root Troop was born. And, uh, that's but, where we yeah. are right now. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, awesome. I will say, to piggyback on that way, like the your journey into the NFT space and not being crypto first and then jumping like into NFTs and you were more NFT first, I will tell you, you are finally the one person that's just like me because I know uh, for yes. a fact that... I was, I mean, of course you, you dabbled maybe a couple hundred or even a thousand dollars into like a big Bitcoin or Ethereum or something, Dogecoin, anything like it. <laughs> but on this side, me personally, it was the same way. It was the attraction, like the attraction to NFTs where it started was NBA Top Shot, right? So me being on the side of collecting my whole life from basketball cards, baseball cards, football to Funkos to movie posters to a bunch of other stuff, and party then on hats. top, party, part mm, we haven't even got there. Party hats and RuneScape, and now also on the side of gaming, where RuneScape, Madden Ultimate Team, 
um, The Sims, all these other games that pe- that I played growing up. When you then look at what the NFT space is doing, that's something that attracted the hell out of me. And I'm assuming on your end, you like growing up in like in your life, were you also on the gaming side or anything like that when you were growing up? Yeah, um, I, I was definitely on the gaming side. You know, I, I spent probably five or six years from, let's say, eight to 13, will you? Uh, spending probably eight to 10 hours a day on RuneScape grinding. Oh, uh, dude. It, oh, my, yes. It, yes. And none of my friends even knew. Like, it was the nerdy thing to do where I grew up. And so I was an athlete and I was playing a sport that was already yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, oh, whatever. People make fun of tennis. And so, like, I really kept to myself with the RuneScape thing. And that's been one of the most fulfilling things about this space is finding all of these people who are playing at the same time and learning the same exact things. Yes. But I will say, because we are going to get to that later, you know, what really kept me in the NFT space was the community. Um, You know, I've always been kind of a solo guy. I've got my core group of friends, you know, never, you know, 20, 30 people around me, just kind of two or three people I can trust heavily and know everything about them. They know everything about me. And I've always only been concerned about, you know, getting my own bag up, getting my family's bag up, getting my core friends bags up. I've never been, you know, looking for a community. I've never found value in being part of a community. I've for sure never even thought of building out a community and taking on that position in that project before Root Troop was the first time I had that switch. And that's why I make a point in saying, you know, I got into the space to to make money very transparent about that but that's not you know that's a perk of being in it and being successful in here now but that's not why i'm here and that's not the most fulfilling part of being here having made a lot of money here now that is hands down maybe number three on the list of fulfilling things number one is the community being built and housing all of these people who can kind of push this vision and mission forward in a in a way that isn't possible in any other industry no absolutely and I feel like a lot of people coming into the NFT space, they it's the flashy, like, wait a minute, I can make a bunch of money. And then once they get into the community, once they get into that, that four hour Twitter spaces that you're like, oh my, like these people are just like me growing up or that same feeling. I always talk to Cryer, or my co-host, that what I love about what we're doing at NRN as well as what we were doing prior to NRN was we're in a community of people that literally have the same wants and the same vision and the same thought process of like having fun. And our fun is this. So when you're talking again, when you're at school growing up, you're, you can only have friends in your neighborhood, in that city or in that school that you're in. And that's it. You're locked in on those. You can't have a friend 300, 400 miles away. That's what the internet has brought to us that we're finding individuals that have very similar likes and dislikes. And that's why we become closer with them because of that. So it's definitely an awesome thing. And what you, uh, what you stress in is like the community side of the NFT space is unbelievable. It's better than I personally believe it's better than any other community in the stock markets or in the stock market or in the crypto community, things like that. Just the NFT community itself you can find unbelievable people. And so I definitely think that's, that's super, super awesome. Like your whole, it was like the switch. It was kind of like the very same switch that I had. I got in here for the money. I saw an opportunity where, uh, well, I can't draw to save my life and I can't code to save my life. So what can I do? I would love to make a podcast. I would love to help other people 
make a lot of money and by informing them and educating them as much as I can, because I wish I had someone either like myself or my, or crier or anyone at NRN when I first started, because if anyone goes and looks at my wallet right now and open, see like the first like 20, 25 minutes, it's dog water. Like it stinks. <laughs> like it's bad. straight to the hidden tab. Oh yeah. I, I, sometimes I even leave them there. Just like, you know what I'm telling oh, you're just you, wearing it, it on it your, was, on your I'm wearing off. it on the shoulder. Cause I gotta, I gotta tell people, Hey, it wasn't always a cool cat, a doodle or whatever. It's, it was, it takes time and do and persistence and like growing and knowledge and all that. So it's definitely, it's definitely awesome. And on the what you're doing with your project now, let's talk about that. Cause what I do in real life is I'm in talent acquisition. I'm in recruiting. I've been recruiting for a very long time now. Um, I've been uh, mostly on the hospitality side of um, like resorts, call centers, things like that. So when I look at your project and what you're doing with your bounties, let's talk a little bit about that. I think that's such an awesome take because again, I recruit for a living. And when you're telling me there's a project out there that one of the main focuses is helping individuals find those jobs, I, I got to know more. And I, and I think you're the perfect guy to let us know more. So I would love to go into that. For sure, man. Um, you know, I think you, you bring up a point that not everybody jumps to as quickly as that. Um, in the future, right? Our, our, our plan is to have a marketplace that's accessible to everybody in the NFT Web3 economy. But that's also going to allow us to expand our team and create jobs internally on the Root Troop team. And Absolutely. moving into the future, like hit the nail on the head, it's going to be a recruiter's heaven. You know, jobs are out there. It's just who has the time to go and sift through them and find them on Twitter, send them email blasts, send out sales loft campaigns. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think you, you jumped really far ahead, and that's some alpha for everybody listening. Yes, of course, as Root Troop grows, we will be expanding our team as well. Um, so just to touch on what we're doing, our big ticket item with Root Troop is building the first on-chain job marketplace. Development starts for that April 1st. Uh, we launched January 6th, and we've been getting basically, well, not basically, we've gotten every single roadmap item underway or complete uh, between January 6th and now. So it's been about nine weeks. Uh, and we wanted to take care of getting all of that set up before we start development on the on-chain job marketplace. In the meantime, uh, we've set up a, a fully fleshed out bounty system. So we actually launched the Discord server uh, October 2nd of last year. We didn't launch until January. So we built from the ground up with our community. We didn't have any holders until after that first week of January. So during this time, uh, you know, I had also positioned myself as project launch advisor, marketing advisor, just kind of helping out projects kind of ramp up on their back end, their branding, their roadmap development, all that stuff. And so the common denominator between probably 99% of projects I was working with was they needed to hire people. Uh, they needed a mod. They needed a community manager. They needed someone to code their smart contracts, build out their website, build out tokenomics for them, whatever it was pretty much every single one of them needed at least one person and most of them needed multiple people. And so in the oh, yeah. beginning, I was just utilizing my own network. Uh, you know, I was plugging my friends, you know, group chats, like where I, I was taking those opportunities to those group chats and saying, Hey, you know, here's this job, here's the pay, here's the person you want me to set up a group chat. Let's, you know, I'll, I'll put you in touch. And so it's very, very hands-on. Um, but after, you know, a, a dozen, maybe 15, 20, uh, 
I, I, I really spent my network. There's only so much talent in my core network. Uh, and exactly. it, it would be naive to think that there's not immense amounts of talent out in the world. And specifically within the thousands of people in our discord before we even launched. And so what we did was we started, it was kind of like a, a, a three phase process. First phase was just using our internal networks on the team. Second phase was taking it to the people in our discord saying, Hey, we've got this opportunity, this project. If you guys want to, want to uh, apply to it, you want to get in touch with them, uh, just fill out this form and, you know, we'll set up group chats and we were really handholding and being involved in that process. And then it turned into, let's just be the middleman. We've got so many opportunities coming through. Let's set up, you know, a form that the employer can fill out and we'll That's go awesome. through and vet the opportunity. Uh, we'll get, you know, their discord name, their project, their roadmap website, you know, who they are, their email, uh, what they're looking for position wise, what they're trying to pay them when they need them. Uh, and really just over the course of like six weeks, refined the information on those forms. That was kind of the first stage of rolling out the forms was, okay, well, here's first three questions. What else do we need? And another one applies, okay, maybe we should add this. Maybe we should tweak how that sounds. And so we really got to refine the process and get all the information that was valuable to us. And we would then vet those opportunities. Um, for the most part, we, we try to only work with Docs founders. Now, you know, we're, we're getting to a point where we just need to push out a lot of opportunities. And, Absolutely. you know, our main focus is making sure the budget is in line. Um, so the main restriction that we hold now um, and I'm jumping around a little bit, but this came back then, which was that if you were to submit a bounty with us, we were going to vet it before pushing it out to, to the community. Mm -hmm. uh, what that entailed was just making sure your budget was good. You know, just just making sure that you weren't trying to hire a community manager who was going to take care of your whole ramp up and, and community building initiative and only pay them like two or three NFTs. Like, no, we want a hard number attached. We want, you know, uh, we, we put together this entire pay guide. Um, and we coach up the employers. If they if they come in and say, hey, we want a solidity dev and we're going to pay them a couple hundred bucks, we send them an email back and we're like, hey, you know, we're, we're not comfortable pushing that out, not comfortable advertising positions for that cheap. Plus, you won't really get any applicants at that rate. Here's what we're seeing as the going going rate for solidity devs. Do you want to reapply? And, and then we'll push it out. If not, you know, tough luck. And so we were able to really kind of set uh, market standards for prices as well over the last couple of months. And so now what that has turned into, uh, we now of course have holders. So the bounty system was up and running in the discord for about six weeks, uh, after launch, uh, where basically anybody could come in, they see the submit bounties channel, they pull up a Google form, fill out their information. We get that on the back end. If we sign off, we push it out to the community in the discord, we would open up a new channel every time for each opportunity and ping out everybody who signed up for the bounty alert role. Uh, and they would get notified, they'd apply, yada, yada, you see how that works. So now question, yeah, really quick question on that side. So do you, let's say I'm someone listening to this and this is extremely interesting. Do I need to own an NFT to then get those alerts or is can anyone just go into the discord and get alerted on the bounties in the discord? Yeah, so you only get alerted if you're a holder, um, but anybody can submit still. So yeah. submissions are free. Our, our goal is really to increase the volume of jobs that are getting posted. And we do that by continuing to prove the concept without charging employers. Eventually there will be a fee involved, a slight fee, nothing like you see in other job marketplaces. Uh, but right now still just free and, and 
getting as many as possible. But so the thing I want to bring up, though, is that uh, two weeks ago, uh, we, we revamped our, our bounty hub completely. Uh, so before it was in Discord, we were posting new channels, the opportunities were there, we would close them out there. Now it is on a token gated web page on our site. Uh, so jobs.rootroop.com. If you're holding a Rootroop, uh, Llamaverse, or an Ethalian now, and any of our future partner communities, uh, you can log in with your wallet. It'll check your tokens. If you have it, you'll get access. You can get access to all of the job opportunities that are still available. Right now, there's like 80 still available online. Um, you pull up, shows you the job description, the project title, you know, the pay, the budget, timeline, all that stuff. You apply, pulls up a form, and then it gets sent to the employer and they reach out if they see fit. And so in the background, you know, I'm using my biz dev and in, inside sales history. I set up a whole CRM. I set up a sales loft automation. Uh, I've got several different cadences. So every time a new bounty comes in that John, my co-founder vets, uh, he pushes it out. I get the alert. I then add them to the CRM, throw them in the new bounties cadence. If they reply and say one thing, they get thrown into this one. If they reply and say another, they get thrown in here. We're able to really track these opportunities and see who's going where, what they're getting paid, how quick it is to open to close and just getting all this valuable information. And that's not the on-chain job market. That's just us kind of enhancing the experience for our users. No, that's, I wish people could see how happy it sounds. Like I, I show my, like my smile right now. I love this. Like for me uh, being on the recruiting side and hearing you, what you're doing, it's lit. like, I love this. So being into the NFT space, I started as well, like in a community manager here, moderator here. And a lot of the things that I saw a lot of these mods at first, and a lot of these community managers at first being, they were being played completely. They were told you'll get paid out once we've, we, once we mint, you'll get paid a few NFTs or this is just voluntary and that's it. And you being like what you grew up doing, what you do on, on the like in real life, what you did and what you're doing now, you understand the value of like time and effort. Like these, these things aren't just voluntary. This is like a, it can be a real life job. These moderator roles, this community manager, all this stuff. And I'm not saying just a side job. I'm saying like a actual full-time fully paid maybe not benefits but everything else outside of benefits independent contractors independent (laughs) contractors exactly um but i i think this is such an unbelievable idea it allows you and to have the team behind like yourself and the rest of your team being there to help like navigate this individual trying to find the job is also unbelievable it's like having your own personal recruiter and that's not hard to get or it's not that that's of not that hard like in the real life to actually get a recruiter to help you through that process it's pretty hard or you have to pay log into linkedin and then you got 10 recruiters hitting you up instantly i'm one of those but don't don't besides the point but but um i blocked damn um but i will say like this is definitely you're being looked out by people like you said by like yourself that's trying to help people and that's one of my main things why i love being in the recruiting industry as well as in the podcasting industry and creating content my true goal in life is to help people and when you're telling me there's a project out there and i hope everyone's listening to this that if you're trying to get away from that job that if you see yourself in this in this space and you know what's happening right now with with crypto with nfts web 3 as a whole i like to call it web 2.5 i don't think we're at web 3 yet but but if you're trying to transition from that 
from that job that you just don't want to do anymore, or it feels like a job and it should feel like a hobby. I think this is an amazing route to get to there. And I, again, like I, I wish people could see how happy I am to listen to this because I truly think this is something that we we need. I saw myself helping people in NRN. We also have like, I mean, it's not as fancy as your guys' job board, but we have a little job board that I like to, whenever I see a job where if someone comes to me like, hey, I'm looking for XYZ, I'll post it. I'll help out the NRN network. Just try to get those, the same thing, just like a job interview and things like that. But the structure behind what you're building on the back end with your your background and how to build all of it, I think it's unbelievable. And I have to look into it more because I think I think it's truly could be very game changing. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate those kind words. And for Absolutely. everybody listening, I will I will vouch he's he's smiling oh, like a little this kid is, right this is now. Awesome. So. <laughs> this is definitely definitely something that we haven't seen. And that could be I always ask this question, what makes you different from all these projects? You don't even have to answer it. You already did. So this is something that's super cool that I would if you're list if you are listening, I would look into because right now, now like not only NFT projects need people in the nft space in the crypto space it's massive companies web 2 companies coming into this web 3 that need these people because things are moving fast and we don't want to be caught this the, the best part about like having a full-on internet right now instagram twitter the world wide web everything social media the whole nine yards is that you it's very hard to be caught off guard it should be at least to get caught off guard with something new Back then, like the internet bubble and all this stuff, yeah, sure, you got got you got caught off guard because you were probably doing something else when you should have been focusing on the internet and what was going on. But now, where eighty percent of the day we're on our phones, eighty percent of the day we're on our computer screens, you cannot be caught off guard. And what's happening in this movement into this Web three space, NFT space, crypto space? These are the type of projects and the type of people you want to follow on Twitter. You want to buy into their projects and get in there just to be ahead of everyone else. We don't want to be lagged is like I like to say. So I definitely think that is super, super cool. But I do have to ask you something. Let's do it. So RuneScape. (laughs) So RuneScape. Wow. If it wasn't for RuneScape, I don't think I'd be as successful as I am right now. In I've anything. been saying that for years. And it's... my family has always, like, they were the only ones who knew how much time I was spending on that game yep. growing up, right? I've got two older sisters, good parents, you know, they were all seeing it. They're the only ones who knew. And, and in my adult life for the past probably, you know, seven years, I, I've brought it up multiple times that RuneScape taught me so much taught me how to navigate the internet, taught me how to network Everything. better than anything, taught me how to how to, trade how to not get sell, scammed, how to not, how to not, you know what it like fully transparent it also teaches you how to scam, which then 110%. You how not to get scammed. And so yes. like funny story about that, just because I think we can level with each other here. Uh-huh. Um, recently, the founder over at gaming ape clubs, who's in our, our group chat, Minsky, mm-hmm. um, he, he reached out to me in DM and he was like, Hey man, do, do you by chance, like, did you play tennis growing up? And I was like, yeah, why? He goes, go on your Facebook right now and look up this name. And I look it up and it's this, it's fucking Minsky and we're, <laughs> we're friends. And I'm like, oh, I'm confused. What's going on? 
And he's like, bro, we used to play fucking RuneScape together when we were like eight years old. No. And we way. had we had like twin accounts where we would go PvP, go to the duel arena, like lure people and like do dr- yeah. like it's like this mind blowing thing. And like I've never met him. I, I don't know God, him in real life. That was life. my next question. In real life you had no idea who he was. It's no just... idea. Wow. It's probably it's That's... probably the one person from RuneScape who I added on Facebook when I was a kid. That's awesome. You you always Free have that chance. one person. Yeah, that that one person you add up because you're really close friends with them on RuneScape. You're like, you know what? I want to be your real friend. So here, what's your Facebook? So right. That's and you go that, back in our our Facebook messages and there's like talk about RuneScape from like 06, no 07. Way. Wow, it's so crazy. That is actually actually pretty cool. But again, I feel like a lot of these people in the NFT space, it, RuneScape was what got us going. It was what taught us so many things not only in the nft space but i truly believe in everything like you just stated it could be from the crypto market the stock market to trading shoes online or trade or buying and selling things on let go or or facebook marketplace it's definitely something that if you didn't play runescape i feel so bad for you because it was game changing for me on top of that runescape it was like a madden ultimate team it was somewhat of like a a trading mechanism involved in a game is where you just got these skills and our parents and our friends thought like you're just we're just wasting our time like just playing a video game but they just weren't fortunate enough to understand and honestly i don't think we understood at the time that we were learning all these skills that may have made us so successful in these things that we do now Dude, things like just navigate, like, I feel like breaking it down even further than yeah. just saying, you know, teaching you about crypto, teaching you about the internet, like the core skill of being able to network and thinking long term of, okay, if I want this account to be a pure for this and I want them to be, you know, this level with this amount of strength, how do I get there? And what steps do I need to take from the minute I get dropped in Lumbridge as a level three with nothing? to getting up to the point where I'm slaying noobs in the, in the wildy. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's thinking ahead, it's thinking long-term and it's networking and figuring out kind of new paths that don't exist already to be able to create the result you want. I think that's the number one through three things that I, I got from the RuneScape this. 110%. Now, the real question and the real reason I had now I got to ask the real this is I'm going to say this. This is the real reason why now I want you on this podcast. When the heck are we going to get a blockchain runescape and how who do we need to talk to? Like it, our, our lives would be over. I wouldn't I, I don't want to work anymore if there's a runescape. I wouldn't want to do this podcast anymore if there was a blockchain runescape, to be honest. <laughs> so what I've. Like I know, like there's been a few things on the RuneScape side where, I, if I'm not mistaken, there's like a RunePunks. If if you have you heard of this, like yeah, you do a, like a little quest in RuneScape, you do the quest and you come out and you get an NFT. Obviously, oh, I that's haven't not... heard that. No, I'm thinking of something else. Then that's kind of oh. cool. Oh, okay. So hear me out and all the listeners. Um, if you do, so pretty much they have a Discord. It's called like RunePunks, and every other month or every two months, but I don't even think they do it anymore to be honest. But you would 
they would open up the discord you go in and they do a quest like a like a fan made quest in runescape with clues left and right the whole nine yards and if you complete it if you're the first like 100 200 people to complete it they'll send you a free rune punk that's like a like a crypto punk but it looks like a runescape character it could have like the dragon um d helm the medium helm or things like that, like the blow, the blowpipe. What was it? The toxic blowpipe and stuff like that. So uh, like a, like it a is dart one, yeah. The dart one. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It's super cool. I think that's an awesome concept, and that's more on the lines of like other projects where they use like Minecraft and all these other games to like do things with NFTs. I do think that's super cool, but I I don't want that anymore. I want like a real RuneScape. Like the only vibe I get from any of these blockchain games, like RuneScape vibe, is um, DeFi Kingdoms. I, I I don't know if you've heard about DeFi Kingdoms at all or no if, if crier was here for this episode he, he'd give you the spiel he he walks around just uh, telling people on the street like have you heard about defi kingdom so he definitely definitely knows a lot of stuff. yeah he's oh he's literally he's the crier the crypto crier he's the defi crier let's go with that instead of defi kingdoms crier so Love there's it. definitely awesome things but um other than that, man, anything that you'd like to to let the listeners know about the project, anything coming up or anything like that? Yeah, a um, couple things. We just announced our second partnership. Uh, the first partnership was with NFT Llama and Llamaverse. Uh, second partnership just rolled out yesterday with Ethalian and Asteria Labs. Uh, so we announced something that is not on our roadmap at all, not on the 15-page white paper, not on the 18-page tokenomics white paper. We are entering the metaverse in Q4, which I know is a buzzword for you know most projects, but with oh, us, yeah. we actually have a plan that makes sense, and we're doing something unique that adds value to our community first, but will eventually add value to the entire economy here. Um, so really excited for that. Awesome, um, awesome. Another thing we've got, my co-founder and I, we are hosting a panel at NFT NYC on how to make Web3 jobs accessible via NFTs. Uh, so we'll be shilling the hell out of Root Troop and we That's should awesome. have a mock-up of at least the alpha version of the marketplace by then. Last thing I want to say is that we just announced today that we've opened up applications. Uh, if any community out there is interested in getting access to our job hub for oh, wow. your community, uh, we've opened up application for two different type of partnerships. Uh, Series A partnership, uh, which would be you know, you guys add just as much value to our community as we can add to yours. And then we work together and you're included in the go to market strategy when we launch being very, very selective about this because the go to market strategy involves something very rewarding, uh, which I can't spell out for you, but sure. You can <laughs> uh, and then the series B partnership is, you know, more so transactional. You, you guys want access to the Bounty Hub. Let's see how many users you would be bringing, how much we need to expand, how much that dilutes the ops for our current partners, and work out some sort of structure that, that makes sense to roll it out to your community. But in the future, this is for everybody, and it will be free for everybody. Right now, we're in our pre-launch phases, so we're still proving the concept, but we've proved it enough to where we're ready to roll it out to some more communities. So if you're interested, hit up your project founders, hit up your community managers, tell them to hit us up, and let's make some magic. Absolutely. And to help you guys find those things, I do have the socials that you need to follow. And if again, one of the main things I want to stress this, if you're looking for a job in the web three space, these are the two accounts you need to follow because they're doing it the right way. Now, the first account is your own or actually let's do the projects first. And it's going to be a root troop NFT. So it's R O O T R 
O-O-P-N-F-T. We will be putting this in the description. And the second one is going to be a Morgan Stone. It's going to be M-O-R-G-A-N Stone with three E's. Not one, not two, three E's. Remember that. Um, I I was late to Web 2. I couldn't get my handle. At least you got a hey, web three. So we got three. So we're good. We're, we're still on the right page there. But again, guys, if you're looking for an awesome project to, for something different, something new in the space and someone as transparent as stone over here and what he, his goal and vision of the project is, I definitely would look into this project, but Stone, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, I know for a fact that I need to look a lot more into this job post and these bounties. And we need to talk about RuneScape a lot more, but we can yes. hopefully we can hopefully do this later down the road on another episode here. But um, it was a, like I said, it was a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Um, for all the listeners, remember to like, subscribe, retweet, comment, the whole nine yards. And I'll, I'll see you guys with Cryer next time on the next Nerd FT Radio. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peace.